1: Of course, I'm Hope, and I just want to welcome our producer, Graham Patterson, to the show today. Dr. Derry is traveling, so Graham is stepping in for him. Graham is wonderful, and he's been on a podcast before, so this is a no brainer. So, Graham, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much, Hope. You're wonderful, too.
1: Researchers begin effort to track COVID in animals. According to the Washington Post, infectious disease experts have a new and urgent mission for managing the coronavirus, tracking the disease in animals. The effort is intended to catch new COVID variants in animals before they cross over to humans. Incidents like this are rare. Since the beginning of the pandemic, scientists have only seen three new cases of this happening. And the virus that the animals carry were mostly harmless. But scientists are concerned that an animal could one day carry a more dangerous version of the virus, which could catch humans off guard and spread rapidly.
2: This is a challenging task, mostly led in the U.S. by researchers in Texas. Most new variants like gamma and iota died out quickly without severe consequences. But we've also seen variants like Delta and Omicron Exhibit high transmissibility or intense symptoms. Researchers tracking COVID in animals have to create a system to identify dangerous variants in animals and to halt their transmission quickly.
1: COVID spreads to animals more quickly than other viruses because of how it spreads. It attaches to a protein receptor called ACE2, which a number of species have. In April, researchers had logged more than 650 coronavirus cases in animals across 23 species in 36 countries. Most of that transmission has happened from humans to animals.
2: A report from the World Health Organization in April emphasized the importance of tracking these animal cases as they continue to rise. This is because it's not a question of whether or not animals can be infected. It's what threat these infections will pose to humans and animal species alike.
1: You know, I I hear this story and I just think, wow, this is a huge, huge undertaking. I don't know how they would do all the different species of animals all over the world. Right. And then there should be like a central database. But can that actually happen? So it's like so this group of researchers is going to have this data. This group of researchers is going to have that one. Are they talking to each other? Like this just seems like a huge huge undertaking.
2: I've heard of some cases, like I know at some zoos, they were even giving vaccines to mammal animals, you know, tigers, I believe. And I wonder kind of what the intervention is if they do find that COVID is spreading in animals. Like, what do we do then? Are we going to start vaccinating? I don't know what the next step is, but it's really interesting to hear that this can happen and that it's something that we just will continue to follow, of course. Yes.
1: How Mindset Can Affect Mental Health Around the world, more people have been struggling with mental health issues than ever before. The amount of people struggling with mental health issues and poor mental health has
2: been growing over the past few decades. Access to treatment for mental health issues has become increasingly difficult for many individuals around the world. Limited access has left many people waiting to be approved for treatments or are struggling to get the appointments they need.
1: Wow. Although access to treatment needs to be increased to handle this issue, there are things people can do on their own to improve their mental health. A recent article published in Medical Press highlighted research
2: that found ways people can improve their mental health on their own. Self-efficacy is one's belief or attitude that they can accomplish a task, goal, or outcome if they try to work at it and put their mind to it. Believing that you have the power to do something and instill that confidence in yourself is a significant portion of the battle. It is often one of the first steps you need in order to accomplish a goal.
1: The research highlighted in the article echoed this concept of self-efficacy in improving mental health. The research concluded that even believing that you have the power to improve your mental health and well-being show positive
2: results and improvement. This is not to say that we can fix any mental health issue with a mindset adjustment, because that is simply not the case. Lots of mental health issues do require clinical interventions and the help of qualified individuals, but this research highlights the impact your own mindset can have on your well being. Believing you have the power to control your mental health and that you have the tools to maintain your mental health is very important. The Importance of Communication from Medical Professionals Throughout the pandemic, misinformation about the nature of COVID has run rampant. Many on social media believe that the deadliness of the virus was exaggerated, claiming that many reported COVID deaths were actually due to other pre-existing conditions. An editorial in the New York Times helps to clear up how comorbidities work and how this could help us understand the dangers of COVID.
1: When someone has more than one illness at once, it's called comorbidity. During the pandemic, many people with diseases that weaken their immune or respiratory systems saw their existing conditions greatly exacerbated by COVID. In cases like this that were fatal, there's a very subtle distinction to make. These patients didn't necessarily die of COVID-19, but they certainly died because of it.
2: Some people with COVID comorbidities were admitted to the hospital for other reasons, usually severe disease, while rates of COVID were high and caught the virus while they were there. A study in the journal Catalyst found that these cases and the lack of communication from hospitals about them generated fear in patients, which discouraged them from seeking emergency care. In 2020, paramedics saw a record number of cardiac arrests outside of the hospital.
1: So to solve this, the editorial emphasizes the importance of communication from hospitals, both about how COVID threatens the immunocompromised and how they are preventing the spread of COVID. One hospital that saw a dip in visits during the pandemic started sending emails about new COVID measures, like treating respiratory symptoms in a separate part of the emergency room, and how they were keeping the facilities clean and ventilated. Eventually, patients did return to the emergency room. Well, this is an interesting story. I mean, it, it just highlights the importance of effective communication all around, right? Like, and targeting your messaging in the way that people can easily digest and understand. Because if they have to seek the information themselves, who knows where they're mm-hmm. going to get it from.
2: Totally. And, and I think also of the importance of the healthcare system and hospitals being proactively communicative about what's going on right. um, behind the wall so that people don't, you know, end up leaning on conspiracy theories right. because they feel they have lack of information. Right.
0: Thanks for listening to noise filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the noise filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com, And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at The Dr. Derry, that's D-R-D-E-R-Y.
1: To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefortheshow.com.